Hey everyone, welcome back to our final session of our podcast series, Journeying Towards the Cross. And we've been in the Gospel of John the last few days. We've asked a couple of important questions. And if you've, you've missed it, on our first session together, we asked the question, what, what do we need? If Jesus can come into our home, if Jesus was in our home today, what, what would we need? And we spoke about rest and, and serving and worship. And then on our session two, we spoke about John chapter 13, where Jesus washes the disciples of his feet. And, and we asked if, if our culture is so obsessed with me, then maybe serving others is the most revolutionary, rebellious act we could possibly do. And then yesterday, we spoke about the fact that as Jesus was heading towards the cross, as the cross's shadow loomed large over him, what he did was he gave us the Holy Spirit. And how if the heart of Jesus was to get his disciples to focus on the Holy Spirit. Perhaps we need to, this week, just dive deep again into the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. Today, as we close off our series, I'm going to stay in the Gospel of John, and we're going to read a passage out of what is commonly known as the High Priestly Prayer, John chapter 17. And I want to just pick up at verse 20. And I want us to, as we read this together, I want you to understand that as Jesus prays here, he's praying for you, he's praying for me. He's praying for the church globally. He's praying for the church locally. And so what he says here is, I do not ask for these only, talking about his disciples, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The, the heart of Jesus for us here today for, for the church globally, for the church locally, is that we would experience the type of unity that is only present in one other place in the world, and that is the Trinity. He, he's essentially saying, God, I pray that they would have such an experience of unity that the only thing comparable would be my relationship with you, Father. And he makes this amazing picture that he says, if they can experience this unity, and if they can portray this unity, then the world will come to believe in me. It's not down to their preaching. It's not down to their, their programs. It's not even down to their buildings and advertising. Here, Jesus says, hey, one of the greatest evangelical tools available throughout the centuries will be the unity of my body, the unity of the church. Then in verse 22, he carries on and he says, the glory that you have given me, I have given to them that they may be one even as we are one <laughs> i don't even know if i can fathom the depths of this verse jesus says that the church is going to be the vehicle for my glory I, I i'm not putting my glory into a financial institution an educational system a government what i'm going to do is i'm going to choose broken sinful people people who on their best days are hypocrites as we say often at Liberty Church, people who are dodgy. And I am going to choose them to be the vehicle for my glory in the world. And we kind of sit back at this verse and we go, Jesus, surely there must have been a better option. And yet Jesus would say, it's in that brokenness, in that fallibility that my glory can shine all the brighter. And then he goes on and he says, Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory that you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, and these know you have sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I 
in them. We know that Jesus is talking about the work of the Holy Spirit again here. He's in us through the Holy Spirit. And we know that the Holy Spirit sheds abroad the love of God in our hearts. But today, Thursday, the, the day before Jesus went to the cross, we need to recognize that his prayer for us was unity. His prayer for us was to be a vehicle for glory. And his prayer for us would be that we are saturated with his love, that his love would be what defines us. If someone cuts a Christian, what do we bleed? And what we should bleed is the love of Jesus, not a love that casts out, not a love that divides, not a love that makes them and us, they and us, not, 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 a, not a love that, that creates camps within his one world. No, no, what we should be what we should bleed as followers of Jesus is this love that knows no bounds, the love that will go to the cross, the love that will bear another's sins, the love that will complete the law, a love that will tear a curtain in two. And so today, my prayer for each and every single one of us is we would experience that love. Well, God bless you. I hope we will see you this week at our Good Friday and Sunday experiences. Have an amazing rest of your day, and we will see you soon. Have an amazing Easter, everybody. God bless you.